Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-64-84-LOU and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Thanks for being with us. Welcome to The Great America Show. A new mystery disease in China. Plaguing children across China, a mystery child pneumonia outbreak is how it's been described. It's swept through the schools in China, overwhelming hospitals with sick children. A number of schools in China have reported an increase in the number of children presenting with severe symptoms. Those symptoms include high fever and lung inflammation. This, I might mention, is just about the same time that the China virus broke out just three years ago just in time for election season. I think we should always be suspicious of the Biden regime's seemingly endless public health alerts, especially on new viruses. There always uh, seems to be an immediate round of fear-mongering from the administration, and none of their alarms, thank goodness, this year have stuck. A Marxist-dim New York Times editorial has finally acknowledged after three years that the Marxist-dim school closures and the China virus pandemic hurt students and hurt them badly. After a study, the editorial board concluded that COVID school closures set student progress in math and reading in particular back by as much as two decades. The Times editorial board said the classroom closures from the China virus, quote, may prove to be the most damaging disruption in the history of American education, end quote. Not a word from the Times on how the two major teachers' unions who were behind the closures should be held to account. I think they should be decertified on that basis alone. A new poll out from Harvard-Harris shows 60% of Americans believe Joe Biden participated in his son's business dealings Republicans were more likely than Democrats to think so, but still almost 40% of Dems believe the president is compromised. 
This is only the latest poll to show Biden in deep political trouble with no signs of recovery. And what about President Trump? Well, President Trump has widened his lead nationally over President Biden to four points in the latest Emerson poll. The poll shows Trump holding on to his 47% support while Biden's support fell from 45 to 43%. About 10% of voters say they're undecided. The poll also found Biden lost support among voters of color. Among black voters, Biden down 15 points. Among Hispanics, down 11 points. The president also lost 13 points from voters under the age of 50. He's down 16 points among four-year college graduates, and there is absolutely zero good news in the polling for President Biden. Our guest today is looking strong in his three-way primary race in the great state of Ohio, running for the U.S. Senate. And he's running to unseat one of the Senate's longest-serving Marxist Dems, Sherrod Brown. Our guest is Bernie Moreno. He is a successful businessman, an America First candidate, running for the Senate. And Bernie, first of all, welcome to The Great America Show. Thank you for being with us. How do you feel about the state of your campaign right now? Tell us how it's going. So thank you, Lou. Thank you for having me. It's going really well. So here are the metrics that matter right now. Uh, We're 90 days before voting starting, four months this primary is over. The metric that really matters right now is fundraising because you need to have the money to get your message out. Ohio is a big state, seven media markets, very expensive to advertise here. So we've been the number one fundraiser in the country on the GOP side, two quarters of two quarters in a row, that's not an incumbent. So we've raised $3.5 million from individual contributors. My next nearest opponent raised half of that, and the other uh, uh, is a distant third with five times less than I've raised. So fundraising going really well. I've put in my own resources to make certain that we're competitive with Sherrod Brown. And then the other piece is grassroots. We have about 500 endorsements. There's 88 counties in Ohio. We have captains in all 88 counties. We have contributors in all 88 counties. So we've got a great grassroots network built up. My opponents don't even have 400 between the two of them. And they've been in elected office uh, combined of 30 years. So we're doing really well. For, For certain, there's no doubt that people are sick of career politicians. Uh, We were never intended to have a political class in this country. They want outsiders, they want people with business experience, and that's why I think my campaign is resonating so much. Well, I think you're right. There is a a certain malaise associated with quote-unquote professional politicians. Uh, And when you look at uh, Capitol Hill right now, uh, you see a lot of professional. Uh, they're almost institutionalized. A guy like Mitch McConnell, a guy like Kevin McCarthy, the former speaker. I mean, these people are examples of just uh, sheer inertia. Uh, they're not doing anything new. They're not thinking anything new. Uh, and, uh, and and I'm picking on two Republicans. It, it, then if I move to the Democrats and Chuck Schumer, we're talking about a group of, uh, of Marxists that have now taken over uh, the Democrat Party. And, you know, no one fits the bill better than Sherrod Brown. Uh, I've known him for a long time uh, as uh, over the course of my, you know, professionally. I, I just do not understand, uh, frankly, why he has uh, gotten away uh, with the ultra liberal left wing Marxist uh, values that he espouses and acts upon. 
Yeah, he doesn't represent Ohio at all. When I go to D.C., I'm sure like you, uh, they talk about Sherrod Brown. They say, well, wait a second. How is he from Ohio? Like if he was from Massachusetts, Vermont, California, New York, it would make a little bit more sense, although he's more liberal than those senators. Uh, but he's married to the media, not figuratively, literally. His wife works for Gannett, the largest newspaper owner in Ohio. So she's on the phone and uh, makes certain that stories are written about him in a very positive light. They keep him away from any negative articles. Uh, he comes across kind of like a nice guy. Talk about baseball. He'll lie to business uh, people right, right in their face. It's like, well, of course, I would never vote against those types of things. And of course, he does. Uh, this is his time's up. He's tired. Uh, he's been in public office for almost 50 years, 30 of those years in Washington, D.C. You'll appreciate this. In the 90s, when he first ran for Congress, he said anybody who's been in D.C. for more than 10 years is a crook. Well, he's been there 30 years, so it's time to retire him. Uh, we're going to make that happen. We're not going to let him beat us on fundraising. We're not going to let him take us off message. His policies, the things that he espouses, hurt the very people that he pretends to help. Well, I, I think I think you have just put out a pretty good list of uh, of issues to to take on uh, the, the the good senator. Uh, he is, as I said, as a left winger, uh, he has had remarkable staying power in a, a midwestern state. Uh, lots of reasons for that. Uh, the economy has, over the course of his career, been uh, shifting and changing, uh, and a lot of pain felt by a lot of uh, uh, good Americans in your state, as you well know. Uh, it's something of a model, I think, a template, if you will, for the rest of the country. Uh, because uh, it, it, once fully an industrial, uh, it has shifted, uh, it has changed, uh, and the Republican Party is also having trouble changing with it. Uh, what I'm hearing from you makes me uh, gives me hope that the Republican Party uh, has some new blood that is thinking, uh, thinking right and thinking forward and thinking for themselves. No, you're exactly right. The reality is the old Republicans dead. I think one of the things that history will judge President Trump on is that he actually saved the Republican Party. I think if it hadn't been for him, the Republican Party would be obsolete. Mm -hmm. uh, he's brought the middle class back to Amer uh, uh, the American center. That's what the Republican Party is about. We want to reindustrialize this country. We want good, high paying jobs for Americans. We want to be able to have a mom or a dad be able to have one job and provide for their family, being able to live the American dream. That's what the Republican Party is about. I think for too long, our party was about endless wars, about taxation, about helping businesses get that last dollar of profit, all to the detriment of the middle class. Look, here in Ohio, Lou, in 1949, six of the wealthiest 14 cities in America were in Ohio. Places like Dayton, Youngstown, Cleveland, Toledo, we're not even barely in the top 50 now. That's what we're seeing here in Ohio. And that's why the message of President Trump makes so much sense to so many people here in Ohio. I think there's some people listening to us and uh, this audience is very bright, very tuned in uh, and very knowledgeable when it comes to certainly politics in this country. I, I think that they're they have to be somewhat surprised to be hearing a, a senatorial candidate talking America first 
uh, because there are not many, as you know, out there who are owning America first as their political philosophy, their uh, their motto. Uh, and I think that I think it is the best ever invented personally. And I salute you for it, uh, not only because you're aligned with President Trump, but because when you say America first, to me, that is the ultimate imprimatur of intelligence and loyalty and patriotism. If you're not putting it's, the question always follows to me, at least um, if you're not America first, just what is first? I would love to know that from every candidate in the country. We're talking with Bernie Moreno. We appreciate you being here. We're going to be right back. Be patient with us. Just a momentary pause. We'll be right back. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now with Bernie Moreno running for the United States Senate from the great state of Ohio. Bernie, the America first uh, and President Trump, and you mentioned this earlier uh, when you talked about the, what he did for the Republican Party. He is the the man who has given animation and energy to the Republican Party uh, over the course of the past decade, one way or another. And it is, uh, I, I think, critically, and I will just say it this way, I think it's absolutely urgent and uh, existential that he be reelected if we're going to save this republic. I want to get your thoughts uh, on that issue. That he gets reelected, there's no question in my mind that he will, Lou. I mean, it's it's objectively easy. We knew what life was like under the four years of President Trump, including one year of COVID. We now know what life is under three years of Joe Biden. I can't even imagine what the last year is going to be like. I don't want to imagine the last year of Joe Biden. But when people go to the polls next November, they're going to vote just on that. I think too many political pundits like to put a lot of other noise in the system. But it's there could be, not be more of a contrast. Listen, if you go to the grocery store, you go to the gas station, you turn on the news, you see what's going on in Israel, in Eastern Asia, in, uh, in Eastern Europe, in, uh, in the uh, Pacific Ocean, on our southern border, crime in our cities, our schools that are failing, police officers that are getting abused, don't even want to, to do the job, our major American cities failing. This is a track record of total and complete failure. I don't think that you could actually plan a worse destructive presidency than what Joe Biden has done in America in the last three years. I concur entirely. There's everything that is every policy, every initiative that he's taken and undertaken uh, is antithetical to the interest of the United States and to to the idea even of America. 
And I really cannot think of an exception to that anywhere on uh, his agenda. There's no item that screams out, this is about the American middle class, a working man and woman and his and her family, uh, their children, their education. Uh, you, you immigrated to this uh, country with your family. Uh, you've made an extraordinary success of your life and opportunity. And we're in a nation right now where the left has seized the narrative. It's all about uh, being dependent, being dependent on the federal government, being dependent on whichever level of government has the, the, the greater aid, uh, rather than uh, saying we're going to go seize the moment and, uh, and make of ourselves what we can and putting it on ourselves, not anyone else. We have seen this country taken over by the Marxist Dems. Uh, and again, I, there are very few exceptions to that. Our public school systems used to be the greatest equalizer in our society. We can talk about the war on poverty, any of that. Nothing is more important than our public education system. And for the opportunities it's created for millions and millions of Americans over the years. What are your thoughts about education, its importance, uh, and your, your policy views toward uh, public education? No, Lou, you're exactly right. Uh, this all started, in my mind, you can trace it back to 1979 when Jimmy Carter created the Department of Education. Uh, Ronald Reagan, as you remember, ran on getting rid of that department that had been only basically a year old. Uh, didn't do it. Uh, first Bush didn't do it. Second Bush didn't do it. Uh, President Trump had so much on the agenda that it just quite frankly uh, didn't get to it. Uh, when we take over in 2025, and we will, we will keep the House, we'll win the Senate. President Trump will be our 47th president. We will get rid of that Department of Education. What that allows us to do is collapse and eliminate this uh, union uh, Democrat Party political money laundering operation that's been going on for decades. Put local schools in the hands of parents of the kids that go to those community schools. That's what should be happening. The reality is, Lou, we have to be teaching our kids math, science, critical thinking, real history. Those are the things that we should be teaching instead of this woke ideology, this victimhood, this idea that you're entitled to something and that America is fundamentally flawed. This is the greatest country on earth. We have to put those values back in our school systems. And when parents get control back of their public schools and not union schools, that's what's going to happen. I want to continue uh, with the uh, with Bernie Moreno's views on public education when we come back right after this quick message. Uh, stay with us. We'll be right back. OK, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
we're back now. We're talking with Bernie Moreno, and we're talking about his uh, campaign to be the U.S. Senator from uh, the great state of Ohio. We're talking about public education and how important it is. Uh, he, as I mentioned, you came to this country uh, as an immigrant. Uh, you have made a, an extraordinary success of your life. Give us your, your thoughts about what has changed in, in this culture over the course of your lifetime, uh, and uh, and unfortunately, uh, to the detriment of, of this nation. When my family came here, there's myself, my five brothers, my sister, my mom and dad, nine of us, moved into a two-bedroom apartment. My dad uh, got a job making five bucks an hour, raising seven kids. My mom became a realtor. What they talk about almost every single day was the importance of learning the language, learning the history of this country and assimilating into American culture. The idea that we left behind Colombia and now we're here as Americans. My mom would be the person that would be the most ardent America support, America first supporter you could ever have met. She loved this country, Lou, loved America. And the reality is today, uh, Biden, the Democrats, they're letting people come into our border completely illegally with no ramifications. Uh, it's a demeaning to those of us who follow the process the right way. And then worst of all, they're encouraging people not to assimilate. They're, they're trying to create a multicultural America. We want to have a multi-ethnic country, but we need to ultimately all understand that at the end of the day, we are all Americans. That's who we are. That's what brings us together. English should be our official language. We shouldn't be uh, uh, having a country where there's 17 different languages spoken. It's um, English. That's what binds us, the culture, the language, the history. That's what coming here is all about. And that should be a prerequisite for somebody who wants to come to America, that they take that as a given that they're going to follow those rules. And to follow the rules, we have people talking about establishment uh, Sharia law in, in this country, uh, talking about uh, having a, a there is so much of a, 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 an impulse, if you will, in this country right now toward division, toward uh, segregation. I, I mean, it's mind boggling all of the issues that we fought so hard uh, to rid this country of uh, one one people. Uh, is what this country is all about. All Americans, irrespective of race or ethnicity, uh, creed, or it's just amazing that we have let the Marxist stems get this far in our schools, in our universities. Uh, and frankly, they're inculcating young people in every fashion, whether it's through the federal government where they have immense influence, uh, public education, uh, and and two teachers unions that uh, drive nearly everything that happens, uh, as well as our colleges and universities, which have become indoctrination centers. Your thoughts? I'll give you a quick story. Uh, when I went to college, I went to the same college that my son, my youngest son went to. I'll make the story quick. Uh, the professor was an amazing guy. I walked with Martin Luther King across the Selma Bridge. I took the class, I sat in the front row and him and I, Lou, argued. <laughs> you can't even imagine, day in and day out. I mean, we went at it with each other. At the end of the semester, he wrote me a note that said, hey, listen, uh, I'm never giving an A plus to anybody. I'm giving you an A plus. But let me be clear. I don't agree with any of the things that you believe in, but I appreciate your passion. 30 years later, my son goes to that same school. Two days before school starts, he gets a note that says, hey, we see you're Hispanic. So we have special counseling and tutoring available for you. By the way, this is an A student, great student, takes a class. 
professor decides that the uh, women uh, were mistreated in the class uh, based on group assignments, gives every guy in the class a B or less and gives every girl in the class an A. That's what's changed in our universities over 30 years. We've allowed it to happen, quite honestly. Uh, those of us who ran businesses, were taking care of our families. We figured, hey, somebody else is going to run this government. It can't be that bad. Just leave us alone. And the reality is we've got these idiotic politicians who only care about their careers, only care about their next election, that have let this country go into a ditch. Uh, my dad used to say, Lou, you either write the book or you read the book. But if you're not writing it, don't complain about the ending. And that's why I'm running. We got to change this. We got to change and get us back to our original founding principles. And when we do, not if we do, we'll get this country back on track for the next generation. Well, I, I, I'm inspired by uh, by you and your father, uh, your, your mother and uh, your siblings as well. Uh, it's it is a nation of immigrants it is a one of the things that we all talk about. To me, that's not enough of a, a response to what America is, because, yes, we're a nation of immigrants. We're also a nation of hard workers. We're a nation of great people and great potential and great opportunity. Uh, we're so many things. Uh, but most of all, we're America and people won't even talk about America. You don't hear people talking about America our potentiality, uh, whether they're in Congress or whether they're in a pulpit, uh, whether they're at a, you know, a Kiwanis meeting, whatever it is. I hope they're talking about this great country. People are afraid to be patriotic. It's corny. Uh, it is uh, cliched for some, but no more cliched, frankly, than anything uh, originating with the left in this country. Uh, it's it's a time that uh, we've got so many pressures on us, economic, societal, uh, ideological, philosophical uh, differences. How do we get get to that point where we are squaring our shoulders and uh, and working as one people toward uh, keeping this great republic? I think it's on all of us. I think those of us who are in the business world uh, who've accomplished something need to think about going to Washington, D.C. or state capitals or local elections to serve their country. We can't just sit on the sidelines. Uh, we don't send our best and brightest to Washington, D.C., Lou. I think you know that. Uh, imagine for a second if we took the 535 most accomplished Americans who would go to Washington, D.C. to serve their country, not for their own personal well-being, not to build wealth, not to build fame, but truly to serve this great country. I think what we also have to do as Republicans is we have to be unequivocal in our beliefs. We have to stand strong and not be afraid of the mainstream media. Listen, they're going to call us all kinds of names. They will never like us. They will never agree with us. They're never going to write a nice story about us. Get over that. Put the ideas in place. Force them through. Get this country back on track. And then we have success. And when we have that success, that's what's ultimately going to bring this country back together. I think people are starting to wake up. The reality is, though, we're up against a very loud minority. Uh, I think we're a 65, 35 country. I think 65 percent of Americans believe in constitutional conservative principles. But that 35 is so damn law loud and they have a great, huge megaphone called the media. And we just got to plow through that. And they've already taken over the federal government. And we we've got to recognize that fact as well. Bernie, it has been great talking with you. I, I, I wish you all the best of luck in your campaign to to be the next U.S. Senator from the, the great state of Ohio. We appreciate it and uh, all best. Thank you, Lou. Thank you again for having me. 
Best of luck to Bernie Marino, and thanks, everybody, for being with us. Our guest here tomorrow on The Great America Show, Mr. New York himself, radio legend Mark Simone. Please join us for that tomorrow. Join us each and every day. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America.